Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cakes. That's right. We got a great show for you this evening. We got uh, David and Mason from Overwatch Supply. They're going to be talking to us about their store over in Ocean Springs and uh, all things outdoor and uh, tactical. So uh, we're going to jump into that in just a second. But before we do, we're going to mention the sponsors like we always do, the people that keep the show running. Uh, our good buddy, uh, Dr. Robbie Williams, over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Uh, if you're looking for a great local dentist, he's located on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. And you can follow him on the socials at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Uh, when you're ready to book that appointment, just give him a call at 228-215-1202 and tell him that you heard about uh, him from the Brownwater Banter Podcast. Uh, moving right along, we have Jesse Hill and his team over at Hill Tree Marketing. If you need a website built for any reason, they can take you from no concept all the way to an award-winning uh, website. Just go over to HilltreeMarketing.com. Look at some of the brands that he's already worked with locally. Uh, he's got full service in-house from photography to videography, aerial drone stuff. He can make you a commercial. He can handle all the IT, the back-end networks of your website uh, for whatever reason, small business uh, owner or a content creator, whatever. HilltreeMarketing.com. Go check them out. Uh, Rocky Brooks, our good buddy at Cedar Swamp, Goche Van Cleve Road. Uh, take the exit, go south, man. Look them up on Facebook, see the number two and Swamp, uh, another local outdoor uh, apparel store. Rocky's got all your fishing uh, needs covered. He's got rods, reels, tackles, uh, apparel for out, a day out on the water. He sells uh, the brown water hats. He sells fish in the south uh, gear. So he's always supporting the community and supporting us. So we want to support him and uh, grab that uh monthly uh edition of mississippi coastal angler uh it's pretty much all over the place yeah I don't know we got where. about 500 in here somewhere yeah but if you know just look at uh, he's got them there obviously uh but yep. they're at a bunch of businesses so check that magazine out as well rocky uh runs that so uh super happy to have him on board as well uh taylor and cox law firm uh been practicing law for 30 years over in pascagoula if you find yourself in need for some representation uh they specialize in criminal law family law and civil litigation defense Give them a call at 228-696-0111. Uh, and then we have coming up uh, this weekend, April the 1st. Uh, yep. Not April. It is April Fool's, but it's not a joke. That's right. Uh, we have the uh, Bay Rat Bash. It's uh, turning a hardhead catfish into uh, $700, man. Uh, we've got some separate categories outside of the hardhead division. We've got Black Drum, Croaker, and Sheep's Head. Uh, if you dive, we have a completely separate division for that as well. He said dive, not die. Right, right, dive, <laughs> D-I-V-E. If you dive, uh, we have a separate division for that as well. If that sounds like something that you'd be interested in, something that you want to do, uh, go over to brownwaterbanter.com uh, that Hilltree Marketing built, and uh, you can register now. It's $25 entry fee for the hardhead division and uh, $25 kickers for each other division. You can fish as many as you want uh, as long as you fish the hardhead. So uh, we're super pumped about that. We're going to be – right. At the Blind Tiger Friday for the captain's meeting, yep. and then the weigh-in will be Saturday, April the 1st. Five, That's right, 5 five, to 6. 5 to 6, yeah. Um, we got a lot of sponsors here. We're going to be mentioning and shouting them out at the meeting and uh, during the uh, the weigh-in as well. Um, but it's going to be a good time, man. I, I think we should probably just run through uh, real quick uh, what we got. Chasing Dots, uh, Charter Trash, uh, South Mississippi Boat Show, Splash Mat, Saltwater Fanatics, The Bayou, Ocean Springs Marine Mart, In Too Deep, uh, Chandelier Brewing, obviously the Blonde Tiger, Coastal Angler Mississippi Magazine. Joey, did I miss any? I think I got them all right here. And our buddies fishing the South. Uh, we did teamed you get up with uh, Deepwater Mafia? Mm, oh, Spearfishing? Because, okay, yeah, it's right there. Yep. Yeah. So for the Spearfish Division, yeah, Deepwater Mafia. And we've had a couple of that, those guys on the show before. So yep. it's going to be a good time, family fun. Uh, you, you know, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, 25 bucks. 
and you can fish. It's all inside the bay, right? You don't need a big boat. Actually, you don't no, need a boat at all. You don't all. need a boat at all. Yeah, you can fish from the shore. So uh, it's going to be a good time. So now that we've got that all out of the way, how are we doing, gentlemen? Good, and yourself? Uh, doing real well, man, there, real well. Yeah. So Overwatch Supply, y'all are over in Ocean Springs, is that correct? Ocean Springs behind the Whataburger. Behind the Whataburger. I'm and y'all have been there for a while. So, you know, the Whataburger in Ocean Springs. Why am I drawing up? It's right there by um, uh, uh, Ocean um, Walmart. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the okay. shopping center just yep. east yeah, of Walmart. There's a shopping center directly behind the Whataburger. Okay. And we're hidden back in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a, good, that's a busy area. It is. Uh, I mean, we'd like to be closer to the to the road to get a little bit more yeah. exposure. But, yeah. uh, you know, we we actually get referrals from all over the coast. Okay. Every pawn shop and gun store sends folks to us to get holsters made. Really? So, you know, even though we're we're not out front, right? We we still get a a lot of traffic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Would you know, location and being visible from the road is good. But if you put out a good product and you're supplying a you know a particular market with word of mouth is sometimes yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get people over to your store for sure. So so you've been there seven years. Obviously, this fellow right here was in in diapers or close to being in diapers when that started right tell us tell us how this idea came about and how y'all kicked it up well uh before we started the store i worked for uh gander mountain for a while okay in hattiesburg uh no actually in uh, mobile okay i used to go to the one in hattiesburg all the time yeah yep. right by it. Yeah, we, there was a few of them around they were actually getting ready to build one in diaberville at one point okay and uh we were sitting around one day and uh i tell folks it's kind of funny i said God was working on my heart, said, hey, it's time to do something a little different. Yeah. yeah. And we was sitting around talking with the guys at work one night, and I said, you know what we ought to do is we ought to build our own store with all the stuff that we keep getting asked for that we don't carry right? <laughs> and and just do that. And everybody's like, yeah. Right. Because every, everybody we worked with, like our whole gun cabinet was ex-military and all that, and they right. were all like, yeah, we need this in the area. Two weeks later, I'm not with Gander anymore. We're, yeah. we're looking for a building. We're full speed ahead and trying to get it going. Dang, really? dang. Did, did Gander Mountain, did that business completely go under, or did they just they just close these stores? That's that's God's providence right there. It wasn't but six months later they went belly up. Yeah. Wow. So I would have been out of a job anyway. I got you. Yeah. I, I went to, they had like a big clearance sale, mm-hmm. one in Hasbro. You got some good deals and yeah. stuff up there. We actually... Um, since I knew the the managers that were still there, some of our fixtures and all actually come from Gander, like all our knife cases, <laughs> our five eleven fixtures. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's repurposed. Like, I, I went over there and it's like, hey Jerry, yeah, I need some of them cabinets. He's yeah, like, absolutely. Gotcha. I got you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. So is that is uh, that where y'all went first? Was the Ocean Springs location that you're that's, at now? That's another one where God was stepping in. We were on vacation, and I told my <laughs> wife, I said, hey, we're fixing a do this she's like okay he's like all right and we took the kids to disney world and we come back and i said you know i got a day let's go scout some locations Mm -hmm. and we went to one or two and then we ended up there and uh we walked up and the door was unlocked and we just walked in it's like okay we (laughs) made a phone call and then it was like this is how much it is that's our budget it's like all right where's the paperwork (laughs) we'll take it yeah and it's just i mean you couldn't have planned for everything to fall in place as perfect as it did. What year was that? That was 2016. Okay. 
Right. Now, are you ex-military? No. Okay, so the guys you worked with were ex-military, you worked around them all the yeah, time, right? That, that job and my previous job, I had a lot of dealings with law enforcement and, and prior military. Um, I worked uh, retail loss prevention and security hazmat, um, and a lot of the guys we were bringing in were former military. Okay. Yeah. So I worked with a lot of a lot of former police, a lot of military, and uh, it's just who I tend to gravitate towards. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah. they follow me everywhere well, as I go. Well, well, I mean, if if your you're business, sell, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're selling a certain mm-hmm. product. Right. You're a certain yeah. That's definitely the people you want in your corner, for sure. No yeah. joke, yeah. Well, tell us about the business. Tell us about what, what it is and what it's all about and, and what you carry and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, what, what was the items at Gander Mountain? You know what, what I mean? Was, you said oh, that's how yeah. you started the story, right? <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. Was, like, what, what, what were the items? That was that was the thing. We'd be at uh, Gander, we had these earpieces in. Everybody had these yeah, Motorola yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like security, yeah. yeah. Well, like Academy. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. We hit a button, and then whoever, whatever you say, everybody hears. So all day long, somebody would go, hey, who's got blah, 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 and I'd be on there. So-and-so on the internet's got it on sale this week. And then they say, oh, somebody's looking for cat turnips. NARS running a special. You know, and that's just all day long we were shooting stuff across like that on the radio. It's like, man, why don't we have any of this stuff in, in if we stock. keep getting asked for it? Um, Is so, that a corporate thing? Uh, yeah. It, and Gander did a lot of things right, and they did some things wrong. And I, I really think they expanded too far too fast. Yeah, maybe so. And and they tripped, and that's kind of what happened. I mean, they were sending us uh, snowboards, you know, <laughs> See here? in July. In July, I get a shipment of snowboards. What am I going to do with these? Yeah, yeah. what are you going to do with these? And, Nothing. And the what are you going to do with them in the winter? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> and we were getting snow gillies. And I'm like, it doesn't snow in South Alabama. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you go to corporate and you say, hey, why am I getting this stuff? I said, well, they might be going on a trip. All right. Well, if I was going on a trip, I'd buy all this bulky stuff there yeah. instead of trying to tote yeah. it with me. Correct. God, we ended up with all kinds of goofy stuff. Yeah. And it was, you know, we had we had fly rods and wicker baskets and all that. And it's like there ain't no steelhead around here. Yeah. 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 And that's weird with those big corporate companies, even like Academy and stuff like that. Like I hate to keep name dropping names, but it's almost like they have a set thing and they send it to every store. It doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah. But like you said. I'm never going to buy a snowboard in South Mississippi or South Alabama, ever. No. Not a, not a single time. Nope. Not even if I go somewhere, I'm going to buy it up there. If right. I'm going to rent it, I'm not going to use it but one time. Yeah. Right. This That's kind of weird. weird. What were some of the items that you said, though, that y'all were going back and forth uh, on the radio? What was like, I didn't hear what you said. Like tourniquets. Okay. Uh, you know, everybody, I mean, we we think everybody should have a tourniquet with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I agree uh, with It's that. one of those things where... If, if you need it, you don't need to be looking for it, and you, right. you don't need to be on Amazon. Hey, I'm bleeding out. <laughs> let me get two yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. let me get two days. Y'all need two hours? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Prime ain't yeah. fast enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, tourniquets, um, different different weapons sites and optics and, and kind of the out-of-the-box kind of stuff that, okay. you know, maybe they were dealing with in the military or law enforcement, and then once they've gotten out, they kind of won't set up their gear the same right, way right right like i hung out with guys that when they go to the range they went in full kit you know plate carriers yeah, yeah, everything yeah, if, yeah. if they had nods they were running nods it's like y'all were a little on the serious side <laughs> i 
just came out of your shoe, yeah, man. I, I yeah. guess I guess you want to train like you are going to perform. Yeah, that's what though, they right? say. You, you you know you train like you fight. Yeah, if you don't have your plates on when you're shooting at the range, but then you put them on to go to work, whatever these guys are doing, law enforcement or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 50, I, 60 I, I, pounds. I get, around, it would look yeah. weird if I did it. <laughs> Me and Joe, because we don't work in that profession, you <laughs> right? Know? Well, there's a there's a lot of people now that's using it for like CrossFit and all. They have these carriers yep, yep, that's very yep. similar to to the military I've ones, and that. they put weighted yeah. plates in, and you know, good for them. I'm oh. too old and too pudgy for all that. <laughs> Done with that. <laughs> yeah. Fast that Those tourniquets, you brought up a good point. Uh, I teach uh, carpentry at the Iowa High School, and we had the mm-hmm. fire department come in, and that's the first thing they talk about is wound care. I mean, mm-hmm. they did wound care, and first thing he says is, you know, he flips the tourniquet out. He goes, if you don't own this tourniquet, if you don't own a tourniquet, the very first thing you need to do is buy one. Put it mm-hmm. in your car, put it in your boat, put it in your bug out bag, survival bag, whatever you want to call it, but have it. Because what's it take about, once you hit that, what it was the the a big, yeah, what yeah. do you bleed out in like minute, three minutes, three minutes yeah, you're dead. Quick, quick, very, very You quick. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I work trauma uh, for Singer River Hospital, and I've seen someone get run over by a train. Uh, no, I didn't see it happen, but they brought it in. And uh, he, he had like two or three tourniquets on, and I'm talking massive, you know, tra- traumatic wounds, lost his legs. But because of the tourniquets, it was a controlled environment. Yeah. Whereas had he not had those on, yeah. It and it's been not a, like you can just, I mean, panic. in a pinch situation, you could take your belt off or might have take your shirt, but they're not going to work nearly as good as the no. tourniquets. Not, not like you can crank down yeah. on these yeah. tourniquets. I've seen, I've never applied one of those, but I've seen them. They hurt. Used oh. and, and it's, yeah. it's Dude, impressive. If you do it right, if if it ain't hurt, oh right, 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 you're screwed. Right. I, right. I don't do it with my kids, and you would. You know, you get them two or three cranks, and you know you can go two or three cranks, and their arm's just going to fall off, and they're yeah. screaming already. Well, but it's better than dying. If you're trying to save somebody's life, yeah. you might as well put that pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was one of the items. That that, that was one of the items, you know, stuff like the, the first aid or, or trauma care type stuff. Right. Um, you know, different clothes, um, particular backpacks. It just, you know, it. There's a wide range of stuff. Like specialty stuff. Like yeah, said. some of it's specialty. Some of it's just not brands that you normally see around here. Yeah. Does does uh, Joey mentioned bug out bag? Do you is a lot of what y'all sell and do like would you, would we do prepper stuff? Is that is that a good term? I wouldn't say we we do. When when we originally opened, we tried to have a little bit more prepper stuff. Uh huh. Um, and it didn't do as well as I thought it would. Right. We we still keep some core stuff in. Um, there and one thing we've seen over the past couple of years since the pandemic and all is there's a lot more folks starting to set stuff aside, right. trying to trying to kind of bulk up on things um, like the Berkey water filters we carry. Yeah. Um, you Three know, days and you're dead without water. So, yeah. You know. It don't take long. No. Um, but we do try to keep some stuff in uh, the freeze dried food MREs. Yes things like that um but some of the the more special like the 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 meals and all that for for wheat and all we kind of got away from that like the mre um, kind of things no like actual um hand grinders oh okay for, okay, for okay. grinding yeah, wheat and yeah, turning yeah. it into flour and oh all. wow so we i didn't we, realize people were going that far either it. oh yeah. there you go. yeah <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. you remember that show on, it was like Nat Geo, Doomsday Preppers? Mm-hmm. I used to watch that show religiously. I loved that show. Yeah. You could learn a lot from that show. And some of the people were way out there, but it's like, I don't know. If it, if it, if the, you know, shit hits the fan, he's the guy you're going to be wishing yeah. you were, you know? 
And and that's the thing with a lot of them folks that you know are heavy preppers. Yeah. You ain't going to find them when it hits. No, no. They're gone. They're already gone. Well, yeah. and they're, and I got they're in a bunker somewhere. Well, I got a good feeling they're not going to be sharing. And they're not going to be sharing. Not yeah. gonna be, you're not going to be able to. Yeah. I, I tell you, a lot of these guys I know that have spoken to me about their stuff, it ain't at their house. Right, 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 so right, right. Don't right. go there looking for it. Right. Yeah. And uh, a lot of those guys, you you don't want to go try and take their stuff no how. Yeah, because they're so, locked and loaded. Yeah. Well, you know, you talk about, you mentioned uh, the pandemic. And, like, I – People were on the news and freaking out or whatever, and uh, I'm sure we can talk like Second Amendment with you as well. You know, obviously we're huge supporters of that, but you hear people debate that on the news and stuff, and I'm like, I just think back to 2005 when Hurricane Katrina hit, and it got real wild, wild west for a little while, right? There was no – the police weren't coming for, for, for a few days, right? I mean, they had the National Guard had to show up. Right. There was no power. There were no businesses open. Money was – worth nothing at that point because there was nowhere to spend it right now that didn't last months obviously but it made you really appreciate being able to defend your home or what was left of it because people were going through neighborhoods and looting yeah. and stealing people's stuff and having stuff. a stockpile of food right exactly water and everybody was yeah. like frying all the fish that they had in yeah, the freezers because yeah, yeah. there was no power so that was kind of cool yeah uh, but but what i'm getting at is is like being able to protect yourself if law enforcement is overstrained, not there for what you know, whatever the reason is. It's it to me, it's a civic kind of like civic duty. Yeah. Uh, and then people during COVID, I think throughout the U.S., kind of got a little bit of a taste of that to a somewhat lesser degree. I feel like, uh, and you know, they pay attention to it now. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely, and I tell you, when uh, when the pandemic first hit, I don't know if folks were having Katrina flashback or what. I had a guy come running in one day. And he's like, "Do you have a pistol?" And I'm like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, uh, down why are you asking me? Yeah. He's like, "No, I need to buy one." I was like, "All right, calm down." Yeah, right, right, said, right. Don't run into a gun store like that. Right, yeah. right. Said, but uh, yeah, we we saw a lot of folks coming in asking if I can order, you know, shotguns, pistols. Yeah. And what can you get? How fast can you get it? Can yeah. you get ammo for it? I was like, and at, at the time we we didn't have our FFL. So, right. I mean, we just. We did holsters, and we might have had a, a few boxes of ammo on the shelf. Everybody was looking for guns. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's like, well, that's good. You want to protect yourself, and you have every right to do so. One thing we advocate is, you know, if you're going to carry a firearm, go get some get training. Train. Yeah. Train, yeah. Train to carry, and then also train on uh, if you have to use it. Yeah. You know, if, if you do have to pull out your gun and defend yourself, you need to be able to save a life just as well as you can take a life correct so because you know stopping the threat doesn't mean you know killing the person it right it just means stop the yeah. threat and, right and hoping there's no crowd around or everything yeah. innocent bystanders and everything like exactly. that. exactly are are y'all a firearms dealer now do you have you we sell do. guns in the yeah, store we we don't have a uh, we have more knives than we have guns okay we, we, we have a pretty big knife selection we keep a few guns in. We do more transfers and special orders than right. anything. People want to order something off the yeah. internet and yeah. have it sent to you and pay. Yeah, we. I mean, it's. I get three or four shipments from Palmetto every week. It seems like okay. they're always running sales and yeah. deals. So you know, we do a twenty dollar transfer. transfer them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I make more money doing that than yeah. I do selling guns. Yeah, probably less paperwork too. The same amount of paperwork. Oh yeah, because yeah. you're transferring the numbers yeah. in it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, the knife guy's sitting right here, right? Yes, sir. So, who, who, what's your, introduce yourself, brother. I'm Mason, and, uh, well, 
<laughs> there you go. Well, so Mason, well, you grew up in this, right? So you, this business was already up and running by the time you were what knee high to a grasshopper. So what's your job in, in this? Are you the uh, the the internet man, or what's your job? Well, I sell the knives. I uh, well, I know s- some of the stuff because okay. you know I'm hanging around with him, and he knows all the mostly. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so soaking it up like a sponge. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's what you, you just mean. stick around with him, and he—he's he's yeah. being modest. There's yeah. folks that come in looking for him. Oh, I bet. well, I see him on the videos, and you yeah. talk about knives, and you talk about everything else in there. So, where did you? Did your extensive background come from watching your pops, or did you? Did you do some research on your own, or how did that come about? Um, it mostly came from dad. Yeah, just watching so, around the, st- uh, the store. Yeah, he's like the store. If we wouldn't have had the store, I wouldn't have had a knife collection or nothing. I yeah. bet you got a nice knife collection, huh? What can you tell us? What kind of was like? What's your favorite knife? Uh, you mind if I? Yeah, go oh, ahead, yeah. man. Yeah, so let's this is my go, favorite go one. Joey. Yeah. Now this is the Civivi Elementum. Okay. And I've dropped this one in a lake. Went back the next day and got it, cleaned it up. And it was fine. Okay. Right. And this one's, I opened up boxes with it, and it's. Now how it's good how old did you say you are? Uh, I'm 10. 10 years old. Okay. So yeah. did you learn a lot about knife safety and stuff like that? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, he's taught me everything. Yeah. Right, pretty right. Much. Well, you, I did, could tell by the way he whipped it out and yeah. closed it back. Today, today's a little weird than back in the day because you used to be able to carry pocket knives to school, and now it's school safety, man. You can't have it anywhere around. Yeah. So, of course, you got to be cognizant of that because you don't want to take that to school because you'd actually be in trouble for that. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm homeschooled, so. Oh, okay. Right. Well, there you that go. You can it. carry it wherever you want to go then. <laughs> you can take it to school, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, you got a large knife collection? Uh, I got around 20-something. That's pretty large. I can't consider that large. Yeah. I was looking on y'all's uh, Facebook page today, and y'all have the uh, the uh, the sharpeners, the... Uh, the work sharp? Work sharp. Yeah. I bought one of those not too long ago, and I'm pretty impressed with it. I think it's pretty cool. I watched a ton of YouTube videos on how you can reshape the blades on, like, you know, knives that are just in really super bad shape, but it's a little bit of an art to it, huh? Sharpening, it's getting to be a lost art. Yeah. Uh, you know... My uncle, he used to sit down with a whetstone, and he mm-hmm. could turn a butter knife into a scalpel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now there's there's not that many folks doing it anymore. Yeah. It, it seems like it's just the the older folks, and well, it, uh, it's more of a like we live in a disposable world. Yeah. To where yeah. your grandpa, he had a chainsaw blade or a lawnmower blade or something oh, like yeah. that. Even a pocket knife. Yeah. If it was dull, he's gonna. I mean, my grandpa used to have a, a case knife that was a regular blade, little flat blade. And by the time he got done with it, it was like a toothpick. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he had really sharpened yeah. all the metal off of There's it. There's still there, so we can sharpen it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing. He would lawnmower blades twenty three dollars. Yeah. He he's gonna take yeah. that thing off. He's yeah. gonna put it on the grinder. He's gonna sharpen it just because that's how he's always done it. Yeah. Different, different, different generation, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the workshop, um, they kind of they kind of bridge the gap. That's one of the reasons why we brought them in. They yeah. do have some hand sharpeners that's uh-huh. got guides and all that, so you can you can freehand it, or you can get the the ones with the belts, and they they do a real yeah. good job, that's real a, quick. It's like but, a belt sander, really. Oh, yeah. is what yeah. it is, you know. And I got the attachment part where you do it by hand. You know, oh, you got uh, the Ken Onion one. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna say I'm good with it. I, I've, I've it's, messed around with it's it. It's still, it's, it's still an art. Yeah, you know, it, it takes some practice. Yeah, we, and I was nervous too. I was like, I didn't want to ruin my blades. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, not that. I just didn't want to ruin the knife. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you, 
if you're not careful, that them blades, uh, them belts that eat up a blade. Yeah, yeah, big so time. You, you got to be careful. I mean, it'll put an edge on it, but mm. yeah. but you now do y'all do y'all offer that at y'all shop? Knife sharpening? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, I use a Tormek though. Okay. Um, it's a little bit different system. It's a big wheel and strop, um, and we get real good results with it. Okay. I mean, we make an edge look factory. Yeah. People come in and drop their knives off oh, to yeah. y'all and do that. Oh yeah. yeah. What's that usually cost? Is it per blade or per looking at it? I usually uh, do a flat rate of five dollars for folders oh, and seven for fixed blades, yeah. unless it's you know if it looks like it's now serrated and I got <laughs> somebody's been chewing on it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna have to grind on it for you know fifteen twenty minutes. It might yeah. be a few dollars more, but okay, but usually five and seven. What what kind of selection do y'all carry of knives? I mean, is it? It's whatever Defend. I feel like okay. that, that yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, you know, right now uh, we're we're probably fixing to start stocking up on uh, some fillet knives, getting ready Summer. for fishing yeah. season. Um, we're about sold out of our our skinning knives. We we trying to do those seasonal, uh, and then we've got a mix of traditional and tactical and practical. And, okay, you know, we we've got some Kershaws, some SE. Um, CRKT, uh, we got a whole cabinet of bench made. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I've got some Bokers. Um, we got um, Kaisers. I've got some Kaisers. Uh, we got one of the Bokers in the. Um, help me out, Mason. Which one is it? The uh, tank. Oh, the Sherman. The Sherman, where they actually uh, took pieces of a Sherman tank from World War Two. What? And they. Took those salvaged pieces and sent them here to Mississippi, where Chad Nichols makes the Damascus. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the guy that was on the show? Wasn't there a guy from here that made it on one of those knife shows? Oh, what? no, that's uh, I know who you're talking that about. That was um, that was the uh, forged in forged fire. Yes. fire. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. There's, there's actually a couple of folks that have been contestants around here, <laughs> but I know who you're talking about. His name escapes me right now. Um, but no, Chad Nichols is up closer towards Tupelo. And he's known for this intricate Damascus that he makes. Right. Um, and he did the Damascus blanks for this Sherman uh, uh, knife. So we've got one of those, and it's like a 500-something dollar knife. Mm. I never cut anything with it, but it's it's a piece of history. Yeah. Absolutely. But do yeah. you sell those? Yeah. You, you So you got a couple in the store? I, I've got one. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't order a bunch of them because I – Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, it's a lot. It's a on 500 bucks. Yeah. 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 Is there a picture of that on your Facebook page? Uh, there might be. I'm sure Angela's watching, so there'll probably be one in by time. Yeah, right. We get through with it. Angela poses in the comments. Yeah, got one. That's super cool, man. I'm I'm a huge like World War II nut. Like, and and it was like an actual tank that fought in the war. Yeah, the Bokers done a whole series of them. Uh, They did one with the uh, Trippets, which was the German. It was the sister ship to the Bismarck. Okay. Um, they did one with a uh, Messerschmitt, one of the planes. Uh, and this year they're doing the P fifty one, I think. That's awesome! Wow. So it's it's a, a cool little collection they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that is that's really cool. Yeah, I dig that. What's y'all's biggest? I mean, I, we talked earlier. Y'all's biggest clientele, I guess, is working with uh, local police departments, fire departments, security guards. I'm sure around yeah. here. Oh, uh, all that, and then uh, our, our biggest thing is our our custom holsters. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're known for. Um, you know, we do custom Kydex in the back. We stay backed up. I think I'm three to four weeks out on customs right now. Okay. And this is a slow time of year. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, like I was telling y'all earlier, we, we get referrals from all over the coast. Um, 
you know, every gun store, pawn shop, you know, once you buy a gun and put a light on it, you can't find a holster. Right. right. So they send everybody to us and we get them squared away and however you want to carry it. Okay. So how, what's that process like? I, I bring my, my gun to the store and show you and then... It it depends. Uh, you know, we've got blue guns for, for a lot of different models. Right. A lot Probably of the most common ones. things. Right. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you just bring me the light. Like if you got a particular light <laughs> yeah. that I mounted on my blue gun. Okay. Sometimes it's a it's a, a gun we don't see many of or they don't make a blue gun for. Right. We uh we'll set up a time for you to bring the gun by and we we prep it, wrap it and um uh, Trim it out, polish it up, and get it back to you. What's what's a Kydex holster run? A custom like that? Uh, ours started fifty five for inside the waistband and seventy two for outside the waistband. Okay. Um, and then it goes up from there, just depending on. And y'all can do different prints want. and. Oh yeah. Any oh, yeah. kind of get some uh, brown water ones made. That'd be pretty sweet. I would, dude. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, and it's not just the holsters either. We've done uh. I mean, we've wrapped so much stuff in plastic, it ain't even funny. We've <laughs> well, done... Uh, well, I know they really got mag carriers and stuff mag, like that. Not even just that. I did... Um, I had a charter boat captain. He had a remote for his uh, trolling motor. Oh, yeah, yeah, So we made a, a belt clip that held his remote and his fishing pliers. Oh, uh, that's pretty sweet. So it was a little combo thing, and, uh, you know, he could steer his boat or get right. his pliers out. There you go, Joe. You got to yeah. have one of them. You yeah. got only one other than that guy, whoever that guy was. Right. Quick draw, yeah, on quick draw, on there, yeah. Click, click it in. But you'd you'd be surprised some of the stuff folks come in and say, "Hey, can you make a sheath for that?" Let's see. Sure. We'll Let's figure it out. See what we can do. We hadn't had one whoop us yet. Right. I figured you figured everybody at the shipyard tools to carry all day long. You figured they'd have plier sheaths and you know hammer sheaths, and I'm sure they carry a tool belt. But that gets draggy and wet and soggy. That plastic. It don't hold no odor. It doesn't nope. get wet. It just rock and roll with it, and you yeah. can drop it pretty much. Pretty much oh, indestructible. Yeah. So, so what do y'all what do y'all do like with the, with law enforcement though? Is it making them custom well, holsters or what, what, we, what's that relationship? We've like? done that too. We uh, <coughs> uh, there's a couple of departments that's uh, using stuff that we've made from uh, handcuff carriers, double mag pouches, um, radio holders, okay. things like that. Uh, we've done for them. Uh, we've done. I've done a lot of holsters for detectives and off-duty carry and mm-hmm. and everything else. Right. Um, we do duty belts, tactical pants, you know, uh, battering rams. You know, okay. I'll I'll get a call up. I got a call once. We need ten pinning uh, shields. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, we'll get them. Be here in a couple of days. Huh? Yep. So you know there's a lot of law enforcement stuff that we have access to that we don't necessarily keep in the store mm-hmm. um but you know we we can we can outfit a department with just about anything they need <laughs> that's awesome or a militia or a militia, yeah. or a militia. <laughs> yeah. and most of the stuff is sold to the public just like oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah 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 it's i mean with with a few exceptions there's nothing that you can't really get on amazon or right etsy or something and find yeah you know the 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 hardcore stuff like your flashbangs and stuff like that. We don't do that. Yeah. yeah. You know that takes a special license. But you know all the all the soft gear and all that we can we can do. I I wish you know Joey mentioned earlier about like you know can't take knives to school and all that kind of stuff. But like society has drifted away to me from being pro Second Amendment and pro like self reliant. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I'm not a big fan of that. You know. <laughs> me neither. And and that's one of the one of the reasons why we open the store is kind of help folks 
that, that want to do for themselves. Right. To, to kind of give them an avenue where they can, you know, ask questions or uh, find a product that they need. Yeah, and it's like it's education. You mentioned it. You know, if you're going to mm-hmm. buy a firearm, if you're someone who didn't grow up around firearms, you know, or shoots a lot, like you really should educate yourself. Oh, yeah. And, and take a class. You know, I always – I don't like to see too many barriers in the way of government to keep you from being able to purchase a firearm, but I do think training – Do, yes. You know, and, and having – the the enhancement carry on your uh, concealed carry uh, right. permit if you've got that which you know we do, um, but it's it's I think it's a great thing you know and familiarize yourself with it because it's not as scary then right, right? you give a respect for it but you understand yeah. it right you just hand somebody a gun and say all right here you go go, go take care of yourself that's <laughs> good that's, luck. that's that's your response yes. that's almost a death sentence yeah right well but, and we talked about COVID I, I think we were talking about this this past weekend um, listening to like uh, people talk about uh, California. Uh, during COVID, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan podcast was mentioned. Like people out there were freaking out because they didn't realize how hard it is to get a gun. And like he had friends that called him and asked them if they could borrow his gun. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "No, you know, it's like that's just how t- out of touch yeah. some people are." You yeah. know, it's like, "No, that's not how this works." You know, no, I had you to, cannot borrow my gun. I had a couple of guys come in to to the shop <laughs> last week, week before. But they walked in, they looked around, they said, like, oh, this is great. This is so much better than back home. I said, hey, where are you from? They said, California. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on getting out. Yeah, and way to go. They're like, dude, you have no idea. And there's a pile of them moving out. Oh, yeah. yeah all yeah. the time. Yeah. Which well, is, you know, I mean, it's good that they're coming, but don't come here. Well, just <laughs> don't vote that way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and yeah. a lot of the ones that are getting out are, you know, they they think more like us. You know, yeah. they, they lean more conservative. All right, it looks like we got, I think, uh, the picture maybe dropped in the comments below. I'm going to assume it's for that knife. I can't click on it right here to be able to show it, I don't think. Yeah, it's just going to come up as the link. Uh, but I think I think that's shared from the knife that you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. So anybody watching, if you click on that link uh, in the comments, you ought to be able to see it. I would assume <clears throat> that it's that knife. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's that's killer, man. Uh, do y'all do any, like, education stuff? Do y'all teach any kind of – before COVID, we uh, we were doing some uh, trauma classes. Okay, uh, we had a couple instru- real real good instructors for that. We kind of got away from it during COVID because everybody yeah. was afraid of cooties. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now that things are easing up, we're wanting to get back into it. Uh, actually, you know, in in the future, in the next couple of years, I want to actually kind of expand the training that yeah. we do. Yeah, uh, and the goal is. To have like a, a long weekend or whatever and be able to do training kind of a la carte mm-hmm. and have different coastal instructors set up where you can go here and do a med class, go here and do a uh, advanced rifle class, go over here and do a mm. bush craft class um, and bring in some instructors but use a lot of the local talent we've got yeah. and just have a, a big training push for the weekend because we get a lot of folks that, that come in and they want to go to this shooting class, but you know it's twelve hundred bucks plus the airline plus ammo plus you know all this other stuff. We've got a ton of really good instructors here on the coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which range do you also usually send people to? Do you have a specialty range? We or? uh no we we that's that's one of the questions we get most often is where do I shoot around here? Yeah. And uh, sooner or later we're gonna make a map. <laughs> we keep talking about it all the time just so we can just hand it out. But uh, we we shoot over in Biloxi, um, and uh, but there's where where at in Biloxi? 
uh, right across from Highway Patrol. Yes, oh, Coast Seven. Yeah, 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 Coast Rifle Pistol Club. I just thinking like downtown, like yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I sleep. I mean, you probably could, but the police are going right. to show up. They would definitely be. But they have a lot of good. They have like clay shoes. They have pigeon shoes. They got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we were talking about that. I want to go join, become a member out there. My brother is, but I. I've shot out there a long, long time ago with a friend. You can bring bring a person mm-hmm. with your membership, yeah. and it is very nice. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Uh, there's that one, then there's the, the McHenry. One. McHenry. McHenry's it's nice. Bit, it's, McHenry's kind of restrictive. Yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. know, no rapid fire, no drawing from a holster. So, yep. if you're wanting to sight something in, or yeah. you know, practice with a long gun, um, you know, that that's a good place to do it. If you're <laughs> wanting to, you know, do some kind of drills or something. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, they're they're probably going to ask you not to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's uh there's gun ho. There's and one in Pascagoula. Yeah, yeah. but I've range. never been to that one. Everybody either. says it's nice, but I've never been to it. I haven't been to that one in years. I I've know several people that shoot there. Uh-huh. Uh, I just remembered last time I shot there, I was about his size, <laughs> and I remember I had to worry about the mosquitoes toting me off. Oh, that's all. Because yeah. it's, it's in the swamp. Yeah. Now I think there. Have you heard? <clears throat> maybe you've heard. Um, I heard it through the grapevine that there's going to be another indoor range possibly being built on Woolmarket exit. Have you heard about that? There, there's been so many indoor ranges started around here that, nope. that's fallen through that, you know. Because Dad's was trying to get one built, I, right? I actually know a little bit about that one. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the guy that's doing it came by and talked to me a couple of months back. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're talking about it. They're trying to get it up and running. Supposedly, it was something like it's a shooting range, but maybe even like more stuff connected to it. Yeah, just the range. I don't know. If, I don't want to say a restaurant. I want to misquote that, but like you know, like, there's. Uh, I th- I think the format they're going is um, uh, similar to some other ones I've, I've seen where they've got the indoor shooting range, but mm-hmm. then they have a, a retail section. Yeah, right. that's what I'm getting Yeah, we're yeah, selling so, guns, yeah. and then you before you buy them, you go try them out <laughs> mm-hmm. in the range. I mean, it's because, I mean, you walk into Academy, and, and you can say, hey, I want a Glock 17. You pick it up and be like, oh, well, that doesn't work. It doesn't fit my hand. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. Then you got to go, okay, I just did all my research on this gun. Now i got to go back home, dig something else back up. Where there, you can say, let me try this, let me try that, and yeah. it works out and a whole lot if better. if you can find the gun or ammo. No. Yeah, that's gotten a little bit better, but a year, oh yeah, a year yeah. ago it's, it was it's, terrible. Well, Academy's racked up pretty good right now. Y'all, y'all getting ammo back in pretty good? Some, yeah, like ten millimeters still hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Um, four ten. It's been. I don't know what and happened. And twenty then. gauge. And twenty gauge. Four ten yeah. and twenty gauge. You can't find it. It don't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I've been hoarding it all for a- a- Avery's got the little twenty gauge single shot. Yeah. Good thing we didn't go dove hunting this weekend because I mean was, I got like three boxes. Yeah. I, I've joked. I was like, you know, if I was a legislator, I'd make it a law, pass a law where you had to have so much ammo available at all <laughs> times to the public. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like it's or it's a problem. I don't know who you would penalize for that. The, the companies or not, but yeah. it's ridiculous when you can't when you can't even buy ammo because to me that's a that's a a way to control. Oh yeah. Who can shoot? You know, and what can be done? So. Yeah, the gun's no good without the bullets. Right. Right. You it's know. just a paperweight. Got to go to archery or something. Yeah. After that, at that point. But it's going to that. But, it, it, during COVID, I thought it was going to go to that. Like anybody who had a bow was pretty good. Everybody, yeah. There were no guns and no ammo to have. And a fishing pole. Yeah. But for sure. y- y'all got a bunch of other stuff too because I was, like I said, I was going through the uh, through your Facebook page. I mean, y'all sell like coffee and stuff too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all got apparel. Y'all got shirts. We we carry, uh, we got Nine Line and Grunt Style shirts. Uh, we've got uh, Black Rifle coffee yeah. and uh, Blackout coffee. Okay. Um, I went to the Black Rifle store in Savannah. Awesome, 
awesome place. Like you walk down this cobblestone. If you ever been to uh, Savannah, it's like cobblestone road, and then Black Rifle Coffee is sitting in the middle of all this other like foo foo uh, Victoria's Secret store and some <laughs> other store, and it's just like helicopters and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's cool stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. What uh, I gotta ask before we wrap things up, the logo. Tell me about the logo there on your yeah. logos. And y'all got merch too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We we've got some. Uh, we. We're fixing to get some more of these shirts made up, and we're actually designing a few shirts. Uh, we're working on it. Um, we're going to try and get into that a little bit. Uh, try and do something a little bit more coast-related, maybe. Okay. Um, so we've got some things in the work. Okay. Yeah. So what is uh, it? Is that a horseshoe crab? That's that, what I, that is a horseshoe crab. Yeah. Explain and, that to us. And, and we, we tell this story a lot. This is uh, just me being mean, mostly, is, is the way it worked out. Um before I worked at Gander, I worked at another retailer, and uh, me and this buddy was making these little survival kits and selling them at gun shows and doing okay with them, and we decided we needed a logo. So um, he had just gone on his honeymoon and come back. Or, well, while he's on his honeymoon, they were at Gulf Shores, and it was that year that all those great whites were right off the coast. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, him and his wife's out in the surf, and she says, uh, we need to be worried about sharks. He's like, nah, we're fine. About that time, a horseshoe crab hit him on the side of the leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did he and he yeah. squealed, and she was halfway up the beach but calling like in Jesus, his life insurance. So when he was telling me I was laughing so hard that I made the, the logo as a joke, and it just stuck. So we That's kept killer, it man. I don't, you've uh, never seen somebody yeah. with a horseshoe crab. Yeah, well, it, it looks tough, right? You yeah. Know, like, I, I couldn't make it. looks like a tactical between, horseshoe crab. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was like, no, it's just me being mean. Yeah. Okay. That's, nothing, a good, that's good enough. Deep. Yeah, that's, not, that's good enough. I like so, that. Uh, and, you know, it's coastal. It is. Yeah. And you know? I, I have so many good memories of, like, like being a kid, like probably your age, and, like, my dad picking them up. And you're a kid. It looks like a dinosaur, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all really, those little legs. Yeah, and you think that they would hurt you by the way that yeah. they look, you know. And then he's like, no, come over here. And, and they got blue like, blood. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. sweet. But, yeah. yeah, no, that's a really good logo, though. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's solid. So. so tell us about the hours. When can we find y'all? We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturdays 10 to 2, except for the second Saturday of the month because me and Mason's at the range shooting steel challenge. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and that's out there at 67, so mm -hmm. if we go out there, we'll see y'all? Oh, yeah. Okay. What Is you that? shoot? Uh, I shoot, well, right, I think the, uh, next month I'm going to shoot my 1022. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's the compact, so it's like two inches shorter. A little bit shorter. A little yeah. M&P? Is that what it is, Smith & Wesson? Uh, no, it's it's a Ruger 1022. Okay, it's yeah, just yeah. It's the compact, so it's a little bit smaller. Okay. okay. So he can handle the so weight a little better. Steel, steel targets yeah. still there? Yep. Okay, it's, how, it's drag racing with a gun. What, it's a ton of fun. Okay. You, you've got, uh, uh, we usually set up five stages. I think there's eight total. Um, but you've got different size plates set in different configurations. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a timer. And it's. Yeah. You're going for speed. How many you can hit in the shortest amount yeah. of time? That's the one where the, the guy behind you, he says, go. And you're <laughs> yep. You got, you got four plates and a stop plate, and uh, the so goal is to hit them as quick as you can. Are you moving or is this sitting? No, this is stationary. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, how? What kind of distance are we talking? Mm, I think the farthest out is maybe 
50 yards. 30 yards. 30 yards. Okay. It's, That's it's fun. pretty up close. Shooting 22s is just is fun. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's not just 22s. There's guys out there shooting 9 mil. It's all pistol caliber. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty much anything pistol caliber you got in your closet, you can probably shoot it. It's still a challenge. Okay. Yeah, we got to get out there. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. I, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Avery's a, a 1022. She's got the little cricket. She's mm-hmm. still got her little cricket rifle, and she's she's a, a squirrel assassin with that thing. <laughs> but it's time to step up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, step it up. But it, the problem with them, their arms are so short. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They can't really get to a full size rifle yet. So you got to yep. compact it for sure. Yeah. Uh, most active on Facebook. Is what people want to get in touch? I got a website or. You uh, what you want we've got a website. We got Facebook. My wife handles all of that. Yeah, so she if was I get the, it wrong, she's she in lady, the comments. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. So we get in touch with boss I, lady. I, I call her fifty-two because she's got fifty-two percent of the the company. I'm only forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, so, you better call her ninety-nine. So I say, <laughs> is your call fifty-two? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, OverwatchSupply.com is uh, is our, our retail site. Um, um, we're as Overwatch Supply on Facebook, and then uh forget what all else we're on i'm not a yeah she's at overwatchsupply.com there, yeah, there it is got it. We'll flash it over and when there. can we catch you in the store uh when you're not in homeschool i'm not sure when i'm gonna be there I, right. they just bring me there well I, stay home well, the, we want to see the celebrity yeah we want to like, go that's how, see celebrity, the celebrity. that's how a celebrity yeah. would answer that question like, yeah. i don't know I'll i don't know when yeah. I'm there. Yeah. whenever it, i'm there it, come it, find me have your people get with these people yeah y'all gonna keep making the videos those are cool but people haven't seen them go check out their facebook page they got some some cool little uh, skit videos, I'd call it, right, where they do some silliness, and it's it's good. How'd you get into that? Uh, it's all dad. <laughs> he has he's the mastermind. So he comes up with the idea, and you're just his little puppet. He moves I'm, you around, I'm just an actor. That's it. Is that's, that's how it starts. Yeah, that's it. So, well, hey, we appreciate y'all coming in here. Yeah, and thank y'all. Nice to see you. Taking time out of your day. Uh, hopefully, we'll send some people over to y'all and uh, and get some stuff. Man, check out the store and and uh, check it out. So. Yeah. Um, want to thank Lamy Electric for sponsoring the app before we wrap things up. Yep. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app, you can do that. It's free on the Apple mm-hmm. uh, App Store and Google Play. Uh, Josh uh, was in here from Casting Coastal. What's up, man? I saw your uh, comment here. Um, she, Mason is usually there on Fridays. So we've got it from the boss. <laughs> there it that's, is. That's usually where you Boss at. lady says Fridays. <laughs> but uh, thanks, everybody, for watching on live, and we'll see you all on the next one. That's it. Yep. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to announce that we just launched our very own Brownwater Banter app. That's right. It's free to download in the App Store or on Google Play. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It's free. Download it now. Stay connected with the Brownwater universe. Inside the app, we have links to the Tales and Scales login, the marine forecast from NOAA, tides and currents, radar, a list of all the bait shops here on the Gulf Coast, Everything you could need for a day out on the water, having fun. We've also got all the Brownwater social links right inside the app, connections to our merch shop. And if that wasn't enough, we've also built inside of it a country radio station. That's right. So you can listen on the go. I'm sure it'll evolve over time. Right now we're calling it Brownwater Radio, music for the outdoors. So download it now, check it out, and we hope you dig it. Water banter.